brothers and sisters and extending a warm Washington, D.C. vibration. Tone. From uptown, downtown, in town, out of town, we got it going on. Playing games on these streets, man. Y'all niggas better hold it down. All right, the waves are going. We are on. Perfect, yes, indeed. All right, are we on? We on now? We're on. Is this thing on? Is it my time? Yo, ladies and gentlemen, we are back, yo. Black Broadway Podcast. Another week, another show, and it's uh, it's been a particularly good week to be a Washingtonian out here. DC Pride 202 all day. DC, we we having it the fuck up out here. It's been great. It's ridiculous. And and I'm sorry, not that there's one place better than DC, but Uh it's been feeling really good to be from uptown in particular. Uptown, exactly. Uptown is definitely having a moment. Uptown is having a moment. But that's because we got hit the hardest with gentrification. We did. (laughs) That's a good point. It's only right. Southside, y'all turn coming up. It's coming up. Yes. But man, listen, yo, these folks thought that they were going to run us out of the town. I mean, physically and demographically, the changes that have been made, I hate to say it, I feel like it's irreparable. Oh, yeah. It'll never be the same it's again. It's so real. But we see it every we, we single... Feel and, it. and now, right, it's a part of our, of our lives It's a part of our reality. Yeah, yeah, it's a part of our reality. It's like, I know for a fact that... Brown's Bakery ain't never coming back to Georgia and Lamont. Oh, yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? I tell you, what's never going nowhere either. Go-Go Music. Go-Go Music. <laughs> that shit. And it's back at the Reeves it's, Center. It's crazy. Which Look. I think is so important to acknowledge that history. You yeah, know? okay. That's so major let's, history. let's get into that for yeah. a minute. Yeah, Reeves Center, once upon a time, the Reeves Center, as a government building, a fully functional government building that it is, and still is, mm-hmm. Was a whole goddamn club. Yeah. Club U used to happen in the government building at the night, after the hours were closed, after all your little, you know, bureaucrats went home, after all my government workers in D.C. went home, R.E. and Backyard came through and turned that shit out. And, and I just want to <laughs> say big ups to Mary and Barry, because although all the rest of the bureaucrats were gone... Yeah, Mary and might Barry be around. Mary and Barry might be around. There. You might see Mary and Barry and Sugar Bear at the bar kicking yes. it on the low, yes. man. I mean, a nigga got stabbed inside the Reef Center. That's when it stopped. That's when it stopped. Like, that's what that's, that's what we got to realize. That's when it had to get shut down. A lot of people don't realize, man. Go-Go used to be like a, a competitive, dangerous sport. Oh, you yeah. couldn't even go to Go-Go's if you weren't prepared to take your life into your hands. <laughs> no question. Every time, And especially a public Go-Go. Yeah. You know somebody was getting shot at one of them joints. No question. And it's so unfortunate that that was the reality, but that was where we lived at the time. That's what D.C. was at the time. It was very violent. It was very, you know... Super black, super uneducated, and unfortunately, 
a lot of those people who were part of that generation or a part of that demographic, you know what I'm saying? Like, they became victims and they put the younger generation in a position where they weren't even going to get to experience a lot of those things. Like, a lot of y'all young niggas don't know. Y'all ain't been to the black. You ain't been to the Ibex. You ain't been to the Sugar Cane Palace, to the Icebox, to the Mm -hmm. Met Club. Like, you don't even know. These joints was literally death traps. Oh, yeah. These was literally like, yo, you was going in there. It was one way in, one way out. And metal detectors, you was taking off your shoes, getting your socks padded down, Girls was taking off the bra with the underwire. Like, all of this is real life shit. And that was happening up until I was saving 09 or 2010. I, I yeah. lost my next door neighbor who was at a go-go. I can't think of the name of the church. You remember the church over on Georgia Ave, over by now where the wall Lapina. Yes. I was at the Lapina and see the, nigga get shot. You, was that, were you at that? I don't my, know. Because, look, I remember, all I know is everybody was out that night. I was on the Ave. And then next thing you know, you know, Yo, next was, door neighbor was gone. It was so much that yes. happened in that time, yes. in that go-go era, that a lot of people don't understand, like, the the music and the culture that Chuck Brown, man, R.I.P. to the godfather mm-hmm. of go-go, that Chuck Brown created and brought to this city and that came to define this city's nightlife was really wrapped up and some of the worst shit that society had going on at that time. You know, it's interesting because it was a p- place for unity and a place for people coming together. Yeah, but in the middle the same, of a city that was ravaged real, by crack. And, ca- and guns chaos. and chaos. Yes. Like, it, and the very beginning of gentrification, which you come say that. on. I, I wouldn't even that say. That was panic. It wasn't even, back in them days, it wasn't even gentrification. It was, it was desertion. Well, like, right. people were leaving the city. It, yeah. White people wasn't coming in, and black people was trying they, they damn were going, to get out. They were going to PG County. Yo, niggas was but, trying to get to Forestville. But I think like, that that's exactly. what it sort of ushered it in. In that panic, ushered the white people to come in. Yeah, well, that's exactly you what know? happens. You set up a place, you starve it of resources, you starve it of... Uh, you starve its residents of opportunities to really come up and to really advance their situation or establish any type of generational wealth. And then you swoop in like a vulture and you pick on the carcass. Yep. Because it's dead at that point in time. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of people don't understand, like, this whole long live go-go thing is a lot deeper than just go-go music. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the last thing that we had that we had left over from a time when we didn't have shit. Yeah. Like, literally. We, it was nothing in D.C. There was nothing to do except go to the go-go. And people would go. That was you the had thing. To. You had to go, and it was Maybe. a place of... It wasn't no clubs. No. It wasn't no bottle it, service. No. It wasn't no bras and leotards no. dropping off bottles of Don P. No, like... That wasn't happening. You had your sneakers on, and they weren't even... Some of them were fly, depending on if well, you knew again the photo booth. You had to, you had to be somebody put, to have on the right sneakers. You, you did, absolutely. If you was a sucker, niggas was going to take your Jordans at the black. Sure. Well, I, th- right. But take that, your but, but I guess my, my, what, from a woman's perspective, people weren't even doing their nices of nice at the go-go. You nah, know what I'm saying? you came to sweat. You came to sweat. You came to party. You came to party. Yeah. And, and I think that's what is so sort of offensive to me about these white people swooping in and trying to take it away is though it had its, it was wrapped up in a lot of struggle and pain, mm-hmm. it was a lot of joy. Absolutely. And it was definitely the thing that people could say was our own. I tell you, it was, in a way, for me, I felt like 
it was like our only joy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like, there was a lot of things that was really shitty and crazy. But, man, when the go-go truck used to pull up, or when like the little DC Soundmobile used yes, to pull up. Yes, and, I mean, oh, big wow, shout out to all the bands that come from the Soundmobile, like OP Tribe, like UCB, like all of these cats who got their start through DC funded, again, shout out to Marion Barry, DC funded programs yeah. that actually allow musicians to be musicians. Like this shit is deeper than music. You know what? It's like coming into an African village and stopping the drum the drum circle. A lot of people don't understand, Mimi. Like this thing is so much bigger. And like what like you said, stopping the drum circle in an African village. It's as unimaginable as it is, they tried. Oh, and yeah. guess what? They failed. They failed. Like, that shit is it's never going anywhere. You cannot mute the culture. You, can you cannot. Not. You cannot. You cannot destroy something that is intrinsically a fabric of life, a part of the fabric of life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, these are the type of things that I really want a lot of people to analyze and to, you know, take into account. When we talk about this whole don't mute DC, you know, long live go go thing. Shout out to Mochella, man. Shout out to Yada Yada. Shout out to everybody came out and had fun. Yes. And, and lived it because I think that that's important to show people that we still here and that we still full of life and vitality. But one of the big things that we can never lose sight of, yo, is that this shit went away. For a reason. Mm -hmm. And also, if we wanted to bring it back, we have to make sure that none of those excuses, none of those reasons can ever hold us back again. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can't allow that shit to happen again. You it's know what I'm it's so crazy that this moment came at a time, again, we've talked about it a lot on the show, where unfortunately, when we lost Nick. Yeah. You know? Because I think, again, people are really ready to continue this marathon. To continue They the are ready to rally. They are really ready to pull resources. And you gotta realize, Nip is an ancestor now. But, yo, we got plenty of ancestors. They've been fighting for and, us. And here. Here. Here in the nation's capital. They've been fighting for us. For sure. We've been out here trying to fight this fight, man. I mean, we've been out here doing this. Like, so all of the people that's involved right now, all the people that want to push for a change or so on and so forth, what I say is this, man. Let's be genuine. Let's be real about what it is that we really want to accomplish. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because if niggas want to have parties, we can have parties. You know what I'm saying? I mean... I ain't knocking nobody, but y'all motherfuckers throw parties. Yeah. All right? That, yeah. That's what y'all do. Yeah. Just throw these parties and have these events and all of that shit. So if you want really, really want to throw a go-go, I'm sure there's not a lot stopping you from that. No. But what I am saying with go-go is that it should be a rallying cry for the culture of D.C. to let, them, let you know that, like, yo, everything that you hold dear can be under attack. For and, it sure. can, and it is under attack. And once you find an issue that resonates with you, like IE go go, mm -hmm. then use that momentum. How they say, keep that same energy. Yes, keep that, keep that same energy. Not all the, 2019, but all me? your life, y'all. Because keep, the marathon really does continue. It's not that, because we want to, but because we have to. Find your issue, whatever it is. Yeah. If it's go go, fine. Find your issue and make effective change revolving around your issue, around your community, around what affects you. Because this shit is real. Like you can't, you can't just have 
energy for the party and not have energy for the active activism activity. Shout out to the Swap DC crew too yes. for cleaning up the streets, yes. man. Shout out to everybody who contributed. My man Beans with No Days Off, man. Mm-hmm. Ice Entertainment. My man Lordy KO, man. I really like that guy, man. I don't know, homie, but he from he from my hood. He from uptown. He from Kennedy Street. Oh, okay. And he always got a whole little thing going. You know, he challenging the streets to drink a gallon of water a day. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He's out here really like just being a positive young dude from a block that I know very well yeah. where you don't got to do that. No. <laughs> like, no. You know what I'm saying? There you could be many other there. options. There's a lot of other options. Yes. Like, he chose to be a positive man, to be a positive father, to be a positive mate for his uh, for his lady. You know what I'm saying? I look at his shit, I just be like, yo, man, this guy's on his thing. That's Entrepreneur, awesome. having his own businesses, having his own parties. I just feel like when you involve the real city like that, the shit just comes off better. Yeah. It looks better. It feels better. For you know sure. what I'm It's more authentic. For sure. Like, because it's a lot of niggas, yeah, okay, y'all niggas throw parties. Y'all got a lot of social media following and stuff like that. But, you know what I'm saying, what do you really do other than, like, you know, like, put a face on it? Right. And don't, and, and Go-Go ain't never need a face. Because no. all the time, back in the day, you know, it ain't have a face. It just had places. Yeah. Oh, I go to the black. I go to the east side. I go to the sugar cane. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't going to leave y'all Maryland cats out either because Maryland Mad had chef. his Mad Chef and CFE and <laughs> yes. all that shit. Hot Shops. All that shit went mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like all the classics, the train wins. Yes. All of that went crazy. So, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole entire area, the whole entire DMV, as they say it now, it's a part of this cultural legacy, and it just feels good to see people behind it. You it know does. I mean? It does. Which, you know, I think leads me right into some of this crazy news that's been oh, happening man. this week. Oh, man. We got too much shenanigans you know, happening this week. A, one of the first really interesting in the headlines city that. that I've seen, right, in the city, is that now people are calling the police and want the police to do something <laughs> because of the uh, the guys on the two-wheelers. <laughs> and you're just like, sit down. See, and this <laughs> is how this shit started. Yeah. All you had to do was sit down and eat your food. Yeah. Now you fucking got to deal with Unifest outside every two weeks. Yeah. And Get that's your it. fault. You did this. Get over you your personal chilled. Woodstock that's happening you because it chilled. is. And let them people, big shout out to my man Don and Greg at Central Page. You know, y'all can call it the Mess OPCS store. Right. That's Central Page. Okay, yes. Central Page, big shout out to Don and Greg because this asshole wanted to tell Don and Greg to turn, turn their down music, music down. Now you get Unifest. Now you get Unifest every two weeks. There you go. You're so, welcome. There you go. And, <laughs> and, and shout out to you. Know, I never say this. So shout out to MPD for saying sorry. We can't do anything. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like you, the, the official MPD ch- uh, policy. All my riders. They make sure y'all know. They cannot chase, chase you. They're not supposed to chase nope. y'all. The other last summer. Uh, a young brother died yes. like out there off by like Sheriff Road because mm-hmm. the police chased him. Yes. And that was some bullshit. They, you're not supposed to chase. You are you know not allowed saying? to chase. And look, if we if we like ATVs and motorbikes, but we actually live in a place where they're illegal to ride, but it's not illegal to buy them. Yeah. What the hell is we supposed to do? I mean I be fucked up, man. Well, I, I miss my real my um my Did dirt you have bike one? Days. 
Oh yeah, my I miss, goodness. I miss my 250 days. I'm a chill. Oh. I, I'm, too, I'm too much of a parent. I'm too much yeah, of an adult. Do not to get hop her back out on here. the joint. But, but, but a vacation, you might get it on. Oh, I'm getting stupid. All right. I was in Jamaica probably. <laughs> I had no I'm idea. Definitely in Jamaica probably. Yo, you learn something new every day. <laughs> oh, man. I can see you doing it. That's Listen, the funny part. I'm from, I'm from Northeast slash Northwest DC. Yes. Like, this is. So, are you going to let Zaire hop on one, one of these days? I want to give him space. Okay. Like, if we got space where he, I can take him out and really teach him how to do it, cool. I don't want to teach him how to do it in the city. Nah. Like, Because all that encourages is just acting stupid. <laughs> I'm going to look up and we're going to be doing the right, podcast. Right, we're going to be doing the podcast. He's going to be 12 o'clock yes. coming down. I'm like, hey, Dad, what's up? I'm going to be like, oh, No. <laughs> um, yeah. Real so, talk. So that's crazy. Um but speaking of being able to not make purchases mm. for things mm-hmm. uh, or make purchases and use it and blah, 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 vice versa, that's a classic DC thing. Mm-hmm. And right mm-hmm. now, uh, Mumbo Muriel is trying oh, to stop back that. With her, back at it. Uh, <laughs> back at it again with she, the Mumbo. She's, but what, <laughs> this, this is not negative Mumbo. It's just that who is it really going to benefit? I'm hoping it's our Chocolate City friends, and okay. I don't think that's the case. Um, but she's at least trying to get people to be able to monetize off of marijuana. Okay, okay, yeah, I've heard uh, a little bit you about know, this. I, Mumbo Muriel, that might be something that is, so, and if I have to call you Mary Jane Muriel, then, <laughs> then I'll, 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 if it works out for my people. Be quick <laughs> on it, I like it, I like it. You know, you, know, you might could be Meryl Jam Muriel. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, I want her to uh, pass, so what, Give me a little bit of the details. Maybe. Well, I, I need to do a little bit more research, and she needs to do a lot more research on Word. it. But really, basically, they are trying to make help this legislation. And unfortunately, again, here's my problem with Muriel. She only gave the transcript and some of this working to the Washington Post. Oh, of course. So, you of know, course. of course, the black press didn't get it. And even some Yo. really reputable uh, uh, sites that are not black-owned, such as DCS, did not get it. But my understanding is she's attempting to make it. She understands that cannabis is a big industry mm. obviously we in dc should be able to make a lot of money off of it in the right. nation's capital and so she's attempting to now say hey guys we need to find a way for y'all to buy weed legally mm. and but then the issue becomes taxes mm. and who wants taxed weed like I mean, who the look, hell wants it however as long as my three fives don't just go up exponentially if they're not okay. 60, if Fairness in marijuana pricing, right, all right? right? It should be like it should be a sale or all this huff ass garbage ass weed that's flowing around the city. Y'all niggas is not low. Like yeah. putting these stickers on this trash ass weed. I'm just saying, like I can print up like stickers he's calling too. Calling y'all out. Hey, I got you, and I got some of y'all phone numbers. <laughs> so don't don't look, make me get out here. Stop playing. Don't make me get out here and start dropping Instagram ads. Look, you know look, what I'm saying. Do not get added about y'all. Uh, like your y'all weed. fake medicinal. Listen, so I mean, if, if Muriel's gonna step in and, and put it into Huff, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. You're here for him. I'm right. here for it. So you know we'll definitely keep y'all up to date. And that. also make sure that at least some of the niggas that went to jail 
on these streets for selling weed, i.e. myself, right. can get, get some money. Well, well, and that's part of this, the money Tim thing that she's trying to do. can be a part of this. That's part of it because I think some of it, of course, will have to go into the criminal justice Good. system and things like that. So she, I, from what I've heard, these are the plans. However, my critique is, as the uh, area editor for the Afro, okay. why didn't I get to see it? Speak on Particularly it. because my people are the ones in jail for it. Thank you. Particularly because the grandmas and mamas that are opening my paper still have to uh, have an 800 number to talk to their Thank sons. Thank you. They're using Securitas, so, you know, man. Overweed. Overweed. So stop it. So the, the, these are mm. some of the issues I have with it, but we'll definitely keep you up to date. Um, and then the other big thing that, again, Mumbo Muriel is weighing in on, and really shout out to Rashad Young, who is our city administrator, okay. who is super pushing back on some of the council cuts. I really respect a lot of what the council is doing, and often they're against mm -hmm. some of the things that I think that our mayor should not be supportive of, and, mm -hmm. they, and they knock it down. What the mayor is saying, and you know, this could all be propaganda, but this is factual, that about over $17 million, it the D.C. Council is trying to take away for some of these job placement programs and these mm. apprenticeship programs. Now, the question is why? Before I Hold critique now, the council... She's not trying to gut the no, summer youth so, no, 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 no. Muriel does not want to. This is okay. the council. Whoa. And remember, the council and the mayor work together. Okay. There is no true oversight, okay. per se. We, there is a council chair who is Phil Mendelssohn, and the mayor does her own thing as well. There's an official mayor's office. Okay. And so the mayor is pushing back okay. on what the council is doing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and saying, look, we we have some issues. Uh, you guys cutting. I don't think they're going to cut the mayor's program completely. But okay. some of the money probably from that will be taken away. There's a lot. DOES just had a great apprenticeship graduation this week. Okay. Right? And some of Shout that, out to all the graduates. Yeah, you know? exactly. Shout out. I'm really proud of all of y'all. Mm -hmm. and, and keep on filling our, time, our timelines up with that. No That's doubt. Yeah, it's graduation positive. season. I yeah, love we that. We need that positivity. I love to see y'all scholars That's, that's the type of shit I like. Y'all need that um, content. Um, Give me more of that content. But yeah, you know, so th those are the questions. Again, the uh, mayor is concerned about affordable housing because they're taking away some of the housing stuff. Again, I'm... I I actually want to hear the council's explanation for that because a lot of them, uh, a lot of the affordable housing budget that we're familiar with yeah. and that the mayor is trying to do, I still see condos. That shit ain't affordable. <laughs> it's not affordable. Like, they saying it's affordable, like, based on you having... Uh, 65,000 or plus or, exactly. or more income. Exactly. And I can promise you, ain't a whole lot of 65s bringing off nah. east of the river. Nah. Or even in certain parts Nowhere of the northeast, close. uptown. No. It's just, that's just the city. No. You know I mean, the saying? wage gap is real. I think I saw somewhere recently, like, the average income um, in, in Ward 7 and 8 or in, in per household is something in, like, the 40,000s. And it's the and, low and, 40s. And, right. and that's high. That's high. And that's that what I was going to say. That's high. That's high. I thought you were going to say, like, 20s. Well, no. I mean, that that is also a, a norm as well. But the yeah. people that are working in these are uh, houses with multiple incomes in one. See? You know exactly. what I mean? Um, this is this is like a real issue that a lot of us again aren't addressing yeah. because again, like what I said in the beginning of this episode, it's so much deeper than go go. And I hope that at least somebody listens to this show and realizes that we are having those discussions. Oh yeah, we're talking about that. We're not just sitting around here talking about oh man, they trying to turn down the go go. Nah, fuck that. Like that, we off that right yeah. now. Let's talk about the fact. 
that like, yo, we live in a city. Yeah. We live in a place where people can be on the same subway train. You're on the Green Line train. If you get off at, let's just say, Columbia Heights, which used to be crazy. Oh, yeah. But if you get off at Columbia Heights now, now mm-hmm. then your net worth is somewhere north of six figures. Oh, for sure. And if you get off at Branch Avenue or at, you know, Anacostia Congress Heights, mm-hmm. your net worth is somewhere perhaps south of 30. Yeah. And it's and that's just on on average. Yeah, that's the same train ride. That's the same train that's ride. That's the same train, y'all. And remember, though, those same people who get off about. at Columbia Heights and 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 further up have a hospital to go to. Yeah, and treatment to go to. Exactly. But someone who might be feeling chest tightness and things like that. You better not go past Waterfront. <laughs> no, <laughs> For you're, real. you're gonna. Yeah, I you mean, sure. there, there are so many issues. People in Columbia Heights can go to the giant. Thank you. You know? Yo, you got an Anthony Bourne YMCA right around the corner, yeah. which is the first black YMCA in the country. But ironically, ain't no niggas there no more. Nope. What's really going on? We have to really talk about the real, y'all. Yeah. And like, that's what Black Broadway always is here for. I'm glad you was able to give me all that insight on some of the things that the council was doing, Mimi, because I honestly need to know more. Like, we out here, yo, we showed up for the, the Mochella. We, that was lit. No, we definitely showed up for Mochella. Yes. If we can get one-tenth of one percent of the people that showed up to Mochella yeah. to come to a goddamn ANC meeting. Oh, yeah. Come through. And lobby your council members. You know we have saying? the ability to do that, yeah. guys. And so why and not? And we got council members that, in my estimation... Some of them are good dudes, and they some are. of them will listen, man. I like, I, you know what I'm saying? We're not rocking with Jack Evans, of course. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But we rocking with Robert White. We rocking with Treyon White. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I'm saying? We're here with Kenya McDuffie. No question. And a lot of people like that who have really been doing their thing in the city for a long time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We have public advocates like Tony Lewis Jr., like Sharice Crawford. You know what I'm saying? People who really are in the policy sector doing shit. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Support them. Yeah. We can support... And I, tell them your your issues and your needs. Yeah. You know I mean? They have their eyes open and their ears to the streets, but hey, look, reach out to them and reach out up. to us. As a real nigga, <laughs> I'm here to tell y'all, they real niggas too? Yeah. You can talk to them. Yeah. Can, we can come up and we can say whatever it is that we need to say. We can communicate mm-hmm. because... That's the point of this platform, even. Like, we're all communicating. We're all pulling pulling, pulling our thing together so that we can really, really grow as a, as a community. So we got to talk to, like how my man Yachty do. He got to talk to the police. Yeah. Make sure we good. Yeah. We got to talk to our politicians. We got to talk to our school teachers. We got to talk to the people that's in charge of public works and stuff like that. Because other than that... We're not having the real conversations that need to be had. Exactly. We're just talking about bullshit. Yeah. And we're just partying and we're having fun. And that's cool too. And there's too. a place for there's that. There's a place for that. But if this is really about something, mm-hmm. then let's make it about something. Yep. Let's make it about something. And it is about something. And Clearly. It is. Clearly it is. It is about something. So you know what let's saying? just be about it. Let's just be about it. Yeah. It's really that simple, you yeah. know, for real. It's so crazy. We had a great time out there. Yo. Big shout outs to my man Brian, going off conflict uh, productions. He was we, there and listen, accounted for. Listen, anytime I feel really good about this, that anytime that I ever look at that picture for the rest of my life, yes. When I see that picture of 
14th and U with 4,000 people on it for a backyard show. And I see those lights right, right in, front in of the Marvin. corner. I know that was me. Yes. I, I was over there independently interviewing the streets. Yep. Talking to real people. I was with my man B. Shout out to B. He pulled out the generator. We didn't it even was need awesome. No, we didn't even need no power from niggas. No. We brought out just a whole brought the generator. Whole gener- and it was, he just like, should we bring this generator? Look, yes. I said, yes. Put it in the car right now. We put it in the truck. I carried, I carried the generator from, I had to park on the corner of 13th and V. Wow. I carried the generator from 13th and V to 14th and U, and B carried it back. And it was well, <laughs> and it was well worth it. It was well and worth it. And it was well worth it. And check out the uh, recap vid. Yo, we got it, recap videos. And it, it's going to be tons of content coming. We got great interviews with a lot of great people from the city. Mm-hmm. And a lot, a lot of people that you know, a lot of people that you don't know. You know what I'm saying? People that's just out here that's really representing the heartbeat of the city, the pulse of this area. And I mean... Mimi, you was up in the front. I was. She got the fire B-roll. You caught the whole Robert White speech. Yeah, definitely yes. going to use that. Please, that please. that was really good. And I just want to shout out to ABM and Backyard because the, and Yachty because the entire time they reminded the crowd, just going back to our earlier conversation, mm-hmm. of Keep the importance of keeping the peace. Yeah. Keep yeah. the peace. It's all about it wasn't, the peace. Even last time with the TCB joint, there was like a little fake stampede or something like that. But this time it was nothing. It was perfect. It was per. It was nothing. Smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. People you know partying. Look, niggas ain't coming. And it was intergenerational. Yeah, I saw know, aunties, grandmas, man, and babies. We love backyard. Yes. All right. Big shout out to G, Weezy, yes. Los, Sauce, whole squad. BYB for life. BYB I, for I been, life. Been it was here. so. It was so amazing to see y'all there, knowing really? that that's sort of where they got their roots. You know. If you're from DC, when you hear that, you hear that voice. Yes. Like, hey, somebody even told me, like, yo, you know, big shout out to um, the two greatest singers that DC has ever produced. Marvin Gaye and Wincy from Backyard. Yes. <laughs> no, but really. That's real talk. That's no, it. but really. We don't want to have no more discussions nah. after that. Nah. Top two, and it might not be two. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Real talk, yo. But, and I think it's a so signature. It's a signature. It's so signature. It's, it's like, man, it's just now, it's and, a and, sound. And we got to remember our boy Chuck, though, for that, too, because he did have the signature sound. Oh, of course. But, Everybody got a signature but, sound. But Sugar Dan's important. For sure. You know for what sure. I'm saying? Like, for all sure. of these people. I mean, and and let's just talk something in the water. Okay, let's talk about there is something in the D.C. water. Because the talent, it it really runs Well, you know, I'll give you a little bit of deepness on that, and then we can let them slide. Because here's what Don't Mute Go-Go or Don't Mute D.C. and Long Live Go-Go really, really means to me. Mm. I grew up in a time when D.C. had, like, the premier youth orchestra. Yes. Like, D.C. Youth Orchestra was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Every school had a band program. Like, not necessarily, like, marching bands. D.C., we wasn't really into that. It took me to go to college and go down south. To see all to of see that. To see yeah. the importance of the marching band. Yeah. But, like, what I did know in D.C. was that live music was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, every music teacher we had was some kind of musician. Mm-hmm. Every and working class, artist. A that working musician. Yeah. These niggas was gigging. Yeah. Like they, they was teaching at daytime and then playing and, and you know, killing the jar at night. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, so this is all like, 
the musical heritage of DC has been passed down through generations. Mm -hmm. And the fact that somewhere in the late, mid to late 90s, they started purging the music music programs. Yes. They purged the music programs. So now these kids don't get to have this natural, you know, um, incubator for developing their talents, which used to be school. And then from school, you go to your go-go band, to your man's basement or something like that in front of go-go band in your man's basement. Then y'all play out. Yeah. Do little neighborhood Make a little money. Make a little money. Yeah. Like, it was a whole economy. It was a whole entire thing. So what people don't understand, like, D.C. is the home of live musicians and live musicianship. It's a part of our... It's a part of who we are. And guess what they were raised on for the most part? Go-Go. Well, but before Go-Go, meaning what? those artists. What? Black Broadway. Absolutely. <laughs> you know they're from Black Broadway. You know? Listen. Their grandmas and all of them were gigging from, there. From Duke Ellington yes. to Sarah Vaughn, Ella Fitzgerald. I mean, all of that. It's all been happening on Black Broadway in D.C. Yes. It's all real life. So when it come down to the come down, y'all, you really need to do your, do your research, mm-hmm. do your education, but make sure that you exercise your activism. Do it. Get out here and do it. Just like we came out for Big G and, and Weezy and all of that. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just pop in an A and C meeting yeah. real quick. Make sure that, that yeah. your, your aunt can get a job. Just you keep know? the niggas honest. Yes. Pull up down the Wilson building. Look, I just found out how to get to the Wilson building like two years ago. I'm going to keep it and real. it's simple. It's right there. Get off the train. You know what I'm saying? It's right it's there. It's right down by the National Theater. Yes. No, really. <laughs> it's crazy, yo. You know? For real, man. Listen. <laughs> Black Broadway Podcast, Mimi. Yes. Thank you for coming in with the news. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know... Mochella was lit, lit, lit. We got it all the videos. Lit. It was super lit, man. Shout out to all the photographers, all the videographers, everybody who was down there who mm-hmm. caught a piece all of that. All the twerkers. Man. All the twerkers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. The, the clappers know, were the, out. The Simple City honeys was out. Yes. Everybody was yeah. out. Everybody was in the building. Yeah. And shout out to y'all for coming out and reminding us, reminding the world. Why DC is so damn special, yep. man. For real, yo. It's Black Broadway Podcast. As always, you gotta remember to plan your work. And work your plan. And we'll be out of here until next week, baby. Yes. You're the first to run. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
y'all already know what it is, man. It's the gang in the building, man. No questions. Hey, look. We can't rock with my nigga Link, man. Y'all do it with me, man. Hey, you see money all around me. Well, I look like I'm the man. Say what? Say what? And I've been down in Nazi last week. Tell me where have you been?